What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Sky Squids. We got our mental health week. It's your boy, Black Zeus Fit. And my name's Ambrose Ayala. We're doing things a little bit differently this time. And we have therapist Amy in the building. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, welcome to another episode. I'm going to jump into it. But before that, uh, we do want to let everyone know that we have a trigger warning. Uh, This episode on Sky Squid's podcast may at times cover sensitive topics, including but not limited to suicide, abuse, violence, severe mental illness, sex, drugs, alcohol addiction, psychedelics, and the use of plant medicines. You are advised to refrain from listening to this podcast if you're likely to be offended or adversely impacted by any of these topics. So if you need to skip this episode, we definitely understand uh, we're going to jump right into it, and we're going to start with our so game. All right. Who went first last time? I don't uh, know. I think Marlon went first last time. Okay. So you just shuffled them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bit, 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 bit. This is for Amy. This is for Amy? Ooh, okay. okay. Um, so, Amy. Okay. What is your deepest, darkest? <laughs> right, right. Uh, who are the people most likely to thank you in their speech if they ever won an award? Oh my God, who wouldn't? No. <laughs> oh my God, who wouldn't? Oh. Oh. oh, Um, honestly, I'm not sure. Um, who would? <gasps> I'm sorry, I'm having. Yeah, I'm, like you're out there giving the speech I now. Know. I know, right? <laughs> I like to thank my mom. Right. I honestly, I think there's a couple teachers that, Hello. when I was in my undergrad program, really kind of help me progress to who I've become. Um, and then some of my supervisors and stuff like that as a therapist, but on a personal level, gosh, there's so many people. I mean, you think about it, every single person that comes into our lives, I've learned. So, I mean, to, to go to one person, there's going to be so many people that are going to be like, I can't believe she didn't say me. Oh, uh, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Just say me then. <laughs> uh, sky squids. Sky squids. Sky that's squids. it. I want to thank. I want to thank sky squids so much. <laughs> thank you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. okay. All right. All right. That's fair. <clears throat> that was stressful. Was I, yeah. Supposed to be fun. <laughs> I know it's just an icebreaker. You know, there's no, there are no wrong answers. I started getting like, oh my gosh, I have to answer. This might be inappropriate. This week, palm sweaty. Right. This might be inappropriate. Oh. Well, who are you asking it to? You. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, are you of ready? course, I get the inappropriate oh, one. I didn't know. What's one thing your exes probably miss about you? <laughs> He puts that one away very quickly. Uh, oh, my God. We can't talk about it, guys. We're going to move on from here. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. We I'm didn't say, give the disclosure. <laughs> right? If you're easily offended, this is not the episode oh for you. Okay. Uh, no, I, I will say that... Um, Okay, I would say it's like, like, you know how I am. Like, I'm always hustling to do stuff, whatever, right? So, like, I think the biggest thing that my ex would um, miss about me would be the fact that, like, if they have a goal or something, like, I just jump on it and I stay on their ass to, like, all right, if this is really something that you say you want to do, 
as soon as you tell me, or as soon as you give me any whiff of like, this is what I want right. to do, like, I'm on your ass to put some effort and time and thought into it. Don't just throw the idea like spaghetti on the wall and then right. don't go after it. Like, just cause like, you know how I am. Like I'm always hustling with multiple things all the time. And it's just like, all right, you got to put that energy into it. So now that you done spoke it, like go for it. So I think a lot of my exes appreciate that entrepreneur or that hustler mindset of if I tell him that I want to do something, if I need his help, he knows they know that like, I'm going to give them all the resources I have right. on top of staying, keeping them motivated keeping them, Accountable. Accountable. Right. Of yeah. Like, did you did you put work in on this today? Yeah. Like, oh no, you you was bullshitting. Like, <laughs> right. You know right. What I mean? So that and my very okay. big personality. <laughs> my, okay, I was a I was a A sensible <laughs> W two. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> All right. No. So Amy has to ask. Oh, okay. You, I think. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Describe oh. a moment. That made you feel like a real grown-up. That amazing purchase today. (laughs) Shit. Right. No. Um, Like, you were the real adult. Probably (laughs) when I moved into my own apartment by myself. And I was able to, like, you can't come to my house. You can come. You can't come. You know, making my own decisions and and in control of that. So, yeah. All right. All right. It's my freedom. I don't know. Sometimes I still look around for the adult. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you realize you're the adult, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. I got to fix that. (laughs) Like, wait, I got to pay my own bills? (laughs) Wait, why am I getting an electric bill? (laughs) My most adult decision was that I had to pay rent that first time. (laughs) Look, you're all happy to move in until they send you that rent bill. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm like, what's all these extra fees? Like, it's this apartment. (laughs) Oh, y'all said Rick was fine with me. What's all these extra right, fees? Right, okay. right. Uh, I got to hide my pet. That was <laughs> I didn't pay no pet rent. Right. <laughs> You'd be like, I used to tell when I had my cat, I would tell her, if a maintenance man comes in here, you run and you hide. <laughs> you don't live here. What was so funny is the maintenance man came and she ran and hide. Oh, my God. She knew. She knew. She's like, I got you. I got you. We here. Oh my god! Oh jeez! Or you know, find a therapist and get an emotional support letter. Right. Um, mm, you're just saying, that, that throwing works. up. That works too. They still don't charge you pet rent. Do they? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. They're not supposed to. No, no, no. Oh. They're not. They're not supposed to. Now, uh, if they find out that you have a pet and you didn't tell them when you signed up and told them right. that you had, they can charge you for that. Then they can charge you because yeah. you didn't tell them at the time that you signed up. Uh, Jiggy's registered as my emotional. Support. Oh, that's awesome. Animal. Yeah, I have a card yeah. for him and everything. Yeah. yeah. We have one for Duke. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to take him on the plane, though. He's going to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's he might. Cause Jiggy people. would probably be, yeah. Jiggy would cause people anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. 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 I'm fine. But, oh, um, my God. All right, guys. We're going to jump into the topics now. Today, um, we are talking about... People that say yes to everything and how that can be a good thing, but also be detrimental to your life. Also, we're talking about addiction. Um, Addiction is going to be something that we go over secondly because it's going to take a lot more time and and go into a little bit more depth. But so I wanted to start by telling you that I used to be that person that says yes to everyone and it just 
I think whenever I became exhausted from having to do it, you know, it, it came to a point where I would say yes to Eric. Hey, you want to go here? Yeah, let's go. Hey, you want to do this? Yes. Hey, can you help me with this? Yes. I'm always like, yes, yes, yes. And it came to a point where the one time I really needed to say no, they did not understand because they're so used to taking mm-hmm. advantage of me that they started to paint me as a villain instead of trying to understand what I'm going through or ask me if I need help with anything. Right. So when you are saying yes all the time, is it when you really want to, you say yes, right? Yes. But when you don't want to and you're saying yes, but you want to say no, it is because we are fearful of either not people pleasing, we are insecure because if I say no, they won't like me, or it has something to do with our past trauma. So <clears throat> a lot of times when people are saying yes and they, they, they don't know how to create a boundary. So sometimes it is a self-esteem thing where it's like, I don't, if I don't say yes, if I don't keep giving, if I don't keep giving and doing everything what everybody wants, then I'm going to be the one that they're not going to talk to anymore. So I need to say yes. Then there's people that have trauma where they were the one, because it's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Fawn means, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What can I do to make it better? Because you feel like it's your responsibility. Um, So a lot of times people will say yes, and it's really truly because that's their trigger. If I say no, then bad things are going to happen to me. So I have to say yes in order to not have that abuse happen. So there's all kinds of other different ways to look at it. I mean, it just depends. I mean, you know, when you finally stop saying yes to somebody, well, you create a boundary. You're like, look, mm-hmm. I'm putting me before you. Well, when people aren't used to that and they're used to you putting them first, they're going to get upset because you're literally saying, I'm finding me important right now and I can't do this or I'm choosing not to do this right now because I need to take care of me. So it kind of depends. I mean, in all honesty. How can that, uh, how can someone that's stuck in this situation, that they're constantly there for people, they're constantly doing what other people want because of those reasons, how do they, how, how can you, what, what advice can you give them to maybe change that behavior or look right. at it a different way of how it can be detrimental to, to their overall life? Because they may be, you know, I'm putting myself out my rent money to help you now I can't pay my rent or you know I'm sick but I'm over here taking care of you because you're sick I'm putting your health before mine and they just it it goes into it seems like a never-ending thing I call it the pot of gold theory basically you have people when we're born we're born with a full pot of gold we give out our gold and we get gold back it's so that like it's a give and take, you know, mm-hmm. with our parents, you show unconditional love because you're a child. You don't know if your parents are bad, good, ugly, whatever. You're giving out gold. You're giving out gold to siblings. So then you're supposed to be getting some back. So it's an equal trade. By the time you're in school, you're giving out gold because we want to people please. Mm-hmm. And what you're learning is, is if I give out gold, people are talking to me and giving me back gold. So your pot is still relatively balanced. But then as a teenager, we start giving because we're trying to figure out who we are. We're giving our gold to every single person we can, trying to figure, make people happy, trying to please everybody, trying to fit in, trying to do whatever it is that we need to. But we're not getting as much gold back. 
So we start going down lower and lower and lower in our pot of gold. So what happens is by the time you're done, you're an adult, you've given out more of your gold than you're getting back. Your pot's pretty empty. So how are you going to take care of the people that you love, the people that do deserve your gold, if you're continuously giving out to other people? So it's trying to look at that and say, okay, so if my pot is empty, how can I keep giving? And you have to look at yourself and kind of say, well, maybe I have to make some changes. Maybe I need to try to get the gold from the people that I know care and will give me gold back and not give out gold to other people until I get some of that gold back. Basically taking the toxic people out of your life. Well, let me ask you this, because I, I look at a lot of these situations and it's like, why, you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a very big, like, why person, obviously. So if a person is constantly saying yes to other people, what what keeps them from understanding that, like, me saying yes to everybody is why I'm always in these bad situations? Because, like, I feel like at some point in time, like, you have to ask yourself, like, well, why do I keep getting in these situations? Or why am I always having to deal with these same issues over and over and over again? But they never associate that you keep making these decisions by putting yourself second to everybody else. Or you are so willing to want to be out here making everybody else or meeting everybody else's expectations that you're not applying anything for yourself. Right. Right. But then they never associate. They never make any type of connection that, you know, what I mean, you're part of the problem. Right. Because like, you keep you won't change these so patterns. It, and it's not really giving advice at that point. At that point, it's looking and saying, OK, so give me examples. I need examples of when you were having these issues. When when is it that you're doing something that has had a negative consequence by saying yes? And you have them figure it out by processing it and talking about it and having them really look at it and say, okay, so how did that benefit you? Right. How did it benefit your your challenges right now? Right. Because our logical mind's gonna say it didn't. The emotional side's gonna say, well, but this, this, this. And I'm always saying, but we need to look at the non-emotional side. We need to look at the logical side. Because right now we're trying to rationalize what the brain is trying to think. Right, right, right. So if I take out the emotion and put the emotion aside, what is it that you're actually doing? So you're giving somebody $200 a month and you're $200 a month short on your rent. So now you're on the verge of being evicted. Hello. So what is the benefit of giving this person the $200? What's the benefit? Like, give me the benefit. Right. And most of the time, they're going to say, well, there's no benefit except for I'm making them happy. They're not mad at me anymore. So all those things go again on emotion. Right, 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 right. And so <laughs> it's pointing it out that that's emotion. Right. So what your, your benefit is emotional. Right. It's like, is their happiness more important <clears throat> to you than you being having a place to live? But that's also self-esteem because they're oh. not seeing it as well, I need to make them happy or I'm going to lose my place. It's, okay, well, they need the $200, so I need to give them that $200. That way then they'll be nice to me or that way then they'll like me or that way then, you know, they'll stay in my life. So it's more like a preservation thing of I have this person that is fulfilling a need, so I have to do whatever by any means to keep this person or this situation going because that's what's feeding their, right. their temporary, like, satisfaction. Right. 
like if you have a child who's like, I want those sneakers, those three hundred dollars sneakers, I want them, right. and you choose to give your child three hundred dollars sneakers instead of paying your electric bill or your phone bill, and then you can't use your phone for two months, or mm-hmm. you can't, you know, your electric right, gets right. shut off because you're choosing to try to make that child happy. When technically it is, okay, well, we can't afford it, but maybe we can save up for it. Right. And instead of that, because we're a society of instant gratification. Get the shoes. Right. Figure the $300 out later. Right. So somebody that's going through this, what are some of the symptoms or signs that they are this person that says yes to everyone? How can they identify that it's happening to them? Well... Your happiness comes from giving to them. Um, And then you notice that, oh, well, the consequences is negative. I am now out of this. I'm not able to do this. You're financially struggling. You are, you know, emotionally struggling. And you're, you know, you're, how can I say this? You're sometimes physically struggling. Because say that 300 was to, you know, for the electric bill. Well, if it's cold out, you only have electric heat. Right. You're going to be cold. So it's it's looking at that and saying, okay, what is it about me having to say yes? Is it that I want to people please? Because most of us are people pleasers mm. or we're caregivers. We feel like we have to. It's like, no, healthy relationships will understand. I do not need to give you money all the time in order for you to like me. I don't need to do this all the time in order for you to like me. It's supposed to be an ebb and flow. It's supposed to be a give and take in the relationships. And so, <clears throat> unfortunately, you learn that it is toxic. Yeah. But it's a hard reality to come to sometimes because these are people that you care about. Yeah. And why would people I care about treat me this way? Mm-hmm. But it's because there's a lot of people that have enmeshed relationships. You know, they're overlapped. Um, yeah. Their yeah. relationships are so overlapped. And they try to use the the leverage of, oh, well, we've been through all this stuff together and whatever. Because I had a friend mm-hmm. like that where, you know, I'm, I am that way. You know, I, I, I still somewhat am that way. But my it, it's not so much that I'm saying yes to people. It's like I am now in a position where I can help people, right? Mm-hmm. So if I can help you and it's not going to be to my detriment, I'm going to go ahead and help you because if the situation was reversed i would expect the same out of my friend yes but i just want to be there for that person you know because they need me in that moment right but you have to make sure you're not enabling them to continue those behaviors right and that's what happened to me before with someone else so now with my friendships i don't i want to say i hate to say the word of like vetting someone but i kind of like I'll do something and and see if somebody wants to take advantage of right. me. Right. Well, because and it's sad it's, it's that, that you know you issue. have to think that, but right. it's like I want to be the person that I am because that's who I am as a person. Right. I've always been that way, and I don't want to take that away just because one person came in my life and and used me. You know. Well, but it's hard because you have to build up that trust in your friendships. You know, I I used to always. Myself personally, I would trust you. And if you hurt me, then I would stop trusting you. I have learned that I need to build trust with people. So sometimes that means I give a little bit of myself and see, okay, well, I can trust them with this. Mm -hmm. So maybe I can trust them with a little more until I get to know them. That's what I've done. Yeah. So that's what I do now with people, especially new people coming in my 
my life, I'll y'all better than me. Give a little. I don't trust <laughs> shit. I don't trust, I don't you trust shit. <laughs> In the beginning, you ain't gonna know nothing about me. I will sit. In well, the, I, I I'll will be at say every that. function. I will sit. In, I'll come to every function. I'll be in the corner. I will not talk. I will just observe. Yeah. I feel like for me, I'm a very between the lines. Uh, I'm a very between the lines uh, judging of a person. So like. I don't always look at what you say. I always I listen to the context yeah. and the word choice in what you say something to get a better understanding of really what you think about things. So a lot of people may say something and everybody in the room is like, oh, they meant it like this, this, this. But I'll listen to like the context or like the parts right. of the conversation or story that were most important to you when you're telling a story to have a better idea of like interpersonally who I'm dealing with. Right. So a lot of times I say nothing. In the beginning, because I feel like and I also feel like when you don't talk in the beginning and you just let a person talk, I feel like they build kind of a confidence that they can talk around you. Mm -hmm. So then they end up telling you more than what they'll tell everybody else. Right. But then also on the flip side of that, I know that like a lot of people are more apt to open up to me about their issues. So I, I learned that the hard way that that. I have to keep my mouth shut on a lot of things at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like I didn't process growing up that like a lot of these people are quote unquote confiding in me. To me, I thought it was just like, okay, you're just talking to me because we just sitting here. Right. And there's nobody else for you to right. talk to. No, for whatever reason, they had this level of comfortability to talk to me. So I realized like the hard way is like, oh, I can't go out and be telling everybody's business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I don't know. I've always been one of those people where I don't look. If, when I first meet you, I may be around you for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and I may only have like one conversation with you. Right. Just because I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm just one of those people where it's just like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm one of those people where it's just like, I know how much I'm willing to give once I get to a certain level of friendship with somebody. Right. That. I don't even want to potentially start investing that energy before I know that like I'm gonna at least be able to get fifty percent back of what I'm about to put into right. it. It's like 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 it's right. like the, my goal. It's like my my pot of gold. Right. I've given and given and given and given and given and given my whole life. You know what I mean? I was the football player. I was the club promoter. I was this. I was this. So everybody was just like, "Can I get? Can I get?" Yeah. And I just give, give, give. And I got to a point to where it was like, I realized I'm not getting shit back from right. these people. So then it was just like, I have to guard my gold. I got to guard a little bit of gold that I have left. And it's just like, if I am going to even attempt to build a relationship with you, I got to know that you're even worth starting right. to build that trust. Because it's like, it's easy for me to go home and work on the shit that I got to work on. And I have to worry about picking up the phone, texting you back. That's all energy. Right. Like people don't even like understand how deep that is like on the on the especially on like if you're a yes per people pleaser if everybody got your phone number if everybody is is if you responded to every message in your social media you trying to keep up with everybody you don't have no time for yourself yep it's like you want to know where every party is you want to know what every new trend is you want to know what you got to write, you got to text every single person back and not let them feel like they didn't, you know, get get text back in the proper, you know, amount of time. It's just like that is draining. Yeah, it is. It's very draining. Well, and so in my field, in order for me to be productive in what I do, I have to be able to build trust very quickly. I oh, have okay, to have people fair. trust me in a very quick, easy, simple way. 
Because how are you going to talk to me about your stuff if you don't trust me? Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, I have, I don't, it's got to be a gift because I don't think it's something that you can actually, I really don't, I don't know if you can learn how to do that. I don't know because to me it's a gift that I can walk in and I can make friends very quickly. I can walk in and I can make somebody feel very comfortable. There's very, there's a lot of therapists out there that can do that. There's a lot of therapists out there that have to build, they call it building the therapeutic relationship. Mm -hmm. So you're spending weeks building up that relationship. Like you're talking about building that relationship in order to be able to get them to trust you. Right. Right. Or for you to even trust that what they're saying is really what's going on with them. Right. So I tend to, um, in my own friendships, I tend to, I I guess I look at it the same way because I can build that rapport very quickly. So to me, it's not like a, like a, you know, I have to take forever. I do have to set major boundaries because I am a yes person. If somebody's like, girl, I can't make, I can't make our appointment this week. Can you do like 7 a.m.? I'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Forgetting that I'm there an hour ahead of me. Then I'm getting up and I have to be at work at 6 a.m. So, (laughs) you know, it's hard because I have to create those boundaries myself. Right. You know, so I, I have to actually check myself and say, okay, you know what? I'm people pleasing right now, you know, I'm people pleasing. And I know, because I know this person just got a job and I know this and I know that, like, so I try to help out, but then there's some, there comes a point where I have to be like, okay, no, for my own mental well being, I need to take back some of my gold. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's creating boundaries. It's creating that I have to focus on me at times. If my friends are my true friends, they all know I'm, if you text me, I'm going to text you back in my head. Maybe three days later. <laughs> I told him that's what I did to you. <laughs> Maybe three days later I'll reply and be like, oh, shit, I forgot to text you. You know, but it's like they all know. They know that if I don't call you, you check on me if it's been a month and you haven't heard from right, me. Right, right, right. You know, but other than that, like they know, oh, Amy, I, I people all day long. Yeah. You're on. Like with your hustle, you're on all the time. All day. So it's like when you get done your day. The last thing you want to do is people even more. Right. You want I don't to, want to talk to you. Right. <laughs> right. I have said that. Don't talk to me right now. I don't want to talk. I don't want to people. I'm just going to sit here. I need to zone out. I need to go do whatever I need to do. I don't want to talk. Oh, my God. I am but, so <laughs> I know that. I've, I've, been, I've, even, I've been, I, There's been times where, like, I've actually been out. And probably Ambrose, I don't know. Maybe he hasn't noticed or he hasn't. But, like, if we all go out and we do brunch and we're out we're doing a whole bunch of stuff, like, at the beginning of the day... Mm-hmm. I'm like 10. I'm in it, right? And then we get to a point to where I'm pretty sure they notice it. Like, damn, why I ain't say nothing in the last 30 minutes? I'm like, bitch, I'm people no, out. he'd be on his phone like that. I'd be just like this. Yeah. Over here, like. Uh-huh, that's what you're doing that day at brunch. Looking, and I don't even be, like, I don't even be looking at it. I just be scrolling through Instagram, like, looking at just random stuff. It's just like, but I don't know, man. I just get so, I don't know. Well, because we have, we have to, we have to have that break. We have to have that mental break. And so, you know, it's also looking at that self-esteem aspect. I'm sorry, but self-esteem plays a big part of it. You can, you can be on and you can be like, when you're on, your self-esteem is high. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you're off that self-esteem, because it's like we turn on a switch, that professional switch, we turn it on, we're on, we're going. And then as soon as that switch is off. Sometimes our self-esteem isn't as high as our professional self-esteem, like our personal self-esteem. Okay, right. So it's looking at that and saying, okay, so what about this do I feel the need to keep saying yes? Is it Mm. because 
I want them to like me? Is it because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings? Like what deep down is it that's keeping me saying yes? And sometimes it is because of trauma. Because if I didn't say yes, then I would either get hit, whatever, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things that it's like, you don't, we don't know where that comes from in other people. Right, right, right. But I do recognize like people expect me sometimes to say yes all the time. And I'm like, absolutely not. Mm -mm. I mean, I've learned to cut that off. And people think I'm kind of a bitch. Well, then I'm kind of a bitch. I need to take care of me too. I matter. I'm important too. Yeah, I matter. So I've learned that if they don't understand that, I mean, not, not that I had to learn it, but I've come to realize, like, if you're not understanding what my needs are and we're, we're supposed to be close friends, it's only one sided. Right. Our, our, our friendship is one sided. You don't really care about me if I'm putting myself out for you. And here I am. I'm, I'm telling you, hey, I need to. I don't want to hang out today. I just need to relax. And right. you want to get mad at me because, oh, it's my day off and I just want to come over and hang out No. Sorry. Well, and that, that's that boundary setting because you hadn't set that boundary before. So they always felt like they could just do it when they wanted to. Got to mow they, that lawn. Right. You got to mow that lawn. And then as soon as you, you set the boundary, they're going to, it's going to get, you know, oh, okay. After a couple of weeks, oh, I forgot about it. Mow the lawn again. Yeah. Because what happens is, is after a while they get it. My friends all know Fridays don't talk to me. Because she's on Sky Squid, bitches. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's because... <laughs> 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 uh, no, it, it, most of the time it's because I have my rituals on Friday mornings that I do to clean my house, blah, 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 yeah. get all that stuff done because I have Friday, Saturday, Sundays off. So I take that Friday and it's for me. It's whatever I want to do. If I want to go get a manicure, I have a manicure. If she will not talk to me. She knows not to talk to me. Don't talk to me. Just do my hands because right. I'm, I'm zoned, You're zoned out. out. I'm not even there when she's doing my hands. Yeah. So I have to learn that, okay, I got to slowly come back. <laughs> like Friday, af- crawl out of right, it. Friday afternoon, Friday evening's coming. What am I going to do? And sometimes I sit at home and it's funny because the people that really know me are like, oh, is she getting depressed? Mm. And I'm like, no, I'm getting peopled out. Like that's when you know you're on. That's why I'm trying to like get my schedule balanced and everything else lately yeah. because I don't want to burn out in my field. It's very easily to burn out because I'm holding so many people's emotions in one day. And then I have to find an outlet to get rid of that. And then the next day, I have to do the same thing. So it's it's a constant. And every single therapist out there, they have their own way of dealing with it. Yeah. And I stopped doing the things that I know because I got, I got lazy. Okay, fair. <laughs> I mean, you know. Working from home, I literally was going from the desk to the couch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well. The gym's not on the drive home because I'm not going anywhere. Right, 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 right. You know, so it was like you learn. You just learn the different things that you need to do. That's fair. 